podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Across the Pond Sports Podcast. Great to have you for another episode. This is our World Series Review Special. Um, we have two guests, um, two for the price of one today. Um, we have Joe um, from the Bay Area and we have Molly from Bristol. Um, so great to have them both on the show today. Um, both Dodgers fans, um, so there's going to be a lot of Dodgers love. Some controversy as well, um, along the way, more than likely. Um, you can get us on um, Facebook and our Facebook group, Across the Pond Sports Pod. Um, also the same on Instagram. Um, and get us on Twitter as well, at ATB Sports Pod. Um, we have a great show um, ahead for you. And don't forget, this Sunday, myself and Katie um, will be um, hosting on the Collide app. That's C-O-L-L-Y-D-E. Um, this Sunday... Um, download the app from your app store, whether that be Android or Apple. Um, download the app. Um, the room, I got an email today, has been set up already, our watch party room. You can go in there and, and get in, which is good, um, and then you can come back out. Um, and then on Sunday, when we start, you'll get a, a notification straight away, because I'm going to send out a big hey um, message to everyone that's in there when we open up. Um, so looking forward to everyone being on there um, and we can talk for seven hours of commercial free football um, on Collide um, as well as uh, watching Red Zone and talking about the games, um, talking about the action. It should be a lot of fun um, because Week 8 has a lot of great matchups this weekend. So I'm um, looking forward to that. So hope you can all join us for that. For now, let's get on with the show. Okay then, so as well as having Joe join us uh, on the show today, uh, we also have um, Baseball Mall. Uh, Molly Wilcox is joining us as well. She's a huge Dodgers fan and plays second base for Bristol Baseball. A big shout out to them. Um, Molly, you can get Molly on Twitter at Baseball Mall. Baseball has been something that you've come into, uh, Molly, um, in recent years. Tell us how you got into baseball and why you've decided to choose the Dodgers as your team. Um, so I got into baseball after um, sitting at home on the sofa, um, eating one too many chocolates um, over Christmas a couple of years ago, and uh, was flicking through the TV and found a little film called A League of Their Own, um, which inspired me to start looking um, for baseball teams, basically. Um, I used to be really good at rounders at school, um, which is kind of the English equivalent, but really, really dumbed down. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, found Bristol Baseball on, the, you know, the registered address was literally a field that I can see from my house. I didn't know it was there until went down there one day. And um, yeah, so I became one of the first sort of regular women players um, to play for Bristol Baseball and I'm now director of the club and uh, second baseman so I love it and um, when I joined there uh, they made me pick a team and so I did uh, did my research and figured out where it was in America that I would want to go um, if I was to go over there and want to watch a baseball team and what it was I liked about um, watching baseball um, in order to find it enjoyable and just found that um, I absolutely loved watching the Dodgers 
smashed them out of the park and found like a, an admiration for that as well um, in the fact that I definitely can't do it myself and found out how hard it was when I actually started playing baseball so yeah that's my kind of abridged uh, version of how I got into baseball and what team I chose. Um, so I, I found baseball in Britain as well I found it by accident by walking past a field um, and I think I took a picture and I think I sent it to Joe um, and basically um, what I said to Joe was look at this I found the Dodgers in the UK and it was the Dundee Dodgers um, sadly they're now defunct um, <laughs> however they were a team and, and they had proper kind of Dodgers uniforms and everything and they, they did look quite smart um, in terms of your, your baseball your journey obviously in, in England and in Bristol um, is it a mixed league is it men and women or is it just women's teams just men's teams yeah, so when I um, found Bristol Baseball, um, they didn't have any like women or anything on their website. So I kind of messaged them and said, do women play? Like, can, can women play? I'd really like to give it a go. Um, and um, originally kind of just went for like the workout and to find some new friends and things like that. Um, but just fell in love with the sport and absolutely love it. Um, we now have, um, so we have three teams at Bristol. Um, We've got our Badgers, um, Bats and Buccaneers, and they're all at different levels. Um, the Bats and the Buccaneers are at, um, at, in the same league, but at, at different levels. One of them's our development team. Um, and then um, this year we introduced the Bobcats, which is going to be our women's only team. Um, so we've still, so next year, like I'll play mixed because um, I'll continue to play in the mixed um, leagues um, as I have been for the last couple of years. And then I'll also play um, in the women's league, which has just been, created by women's baseball uk and the bbf so um so yeah we're looking forward to that that's really good i mean it sounds certainly like baseball's growing in the uk and um, i went to a tryout mm. with the edinburgh cannons um a while back just before the dark knights came in and stuff so put pains to that but um one thing i found like you said yeah it looks easy to hit a home run i mean who can't hit a home run um and then you stand <laughs> you stand there and the ball comes at you, and, and all fairness to the, the guy pitching at me, he, he was definitely going easy. Um, yeah. And I, I stood there, got my stance ready, and I was I took some tips from Joe before um, I went. Um, you know, make your hands nice and loose, and I took my big swing. And to be fair, I hit the ball more times than I missed it, so I was I was quite pleased. I mean, Obviously, that's a great start. In a game situation, <laughs> it's not going to happen because a pitcher is no. not going to be that kind. But I managed it, so I was I was I was fairly happy. So uh, I think I'm yeah. going back in March um, for pre-season spring training, whatever they might call it over here. Um, thanks yeah. so much Molly, uh, for joining us. It's great to have you, um, Joe. You're here as Thank well. Me. Um, and you've been a Dodgers fan, as we talked about in the last podcast, for mm-hmm. quite some time. Um, you you can remember World Series back to the to the seventies, um, and uh, you obviously. And 60s, I was being kind. Um, and you, you spoke about <laughs> you spoke about the uh, World Series that you remember the most um, had the biggest impact on you. And we actually managed to get that on YouTube and, and get it up on the feed uh, of social media. Um, for this World Series, though, uh, we're going to concentrate first of all on Game Four um, because that game seemed to be a bit of an issue. Uh, for the Dodgers. Um, it finished 8-7 to the Rays. 
and it all kind of went wrong in that last uh, that last inning. And, and Tampa just, I think even they were a bit shocked that they won that game, wouldn't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Kenley, Kenley Jansen uh, came in and blew another game. But um, it wasn't just Kenley, though. I mean, Chris Taylor, how, how often do you see Chris Taylor miss a ball in the outfield? I mean, it doesn't happen. The guy's sure-handed this heck. And young Will, catching behind the plate, he is sure-handed as well. Uh, and just bang, bang, two plays, game over. And Molly, in terms of, of game four, the emotion of it, getting so close, having that win, and then you were just going to need one more. How gotten was that waking up on Sunday morning and, and not having that win? Um, it was absolutely gutting. And I had decided that that night I was going to get some sleep in because um, my sleep pattern has been all over the place and I was just absolutely exhausted. Um, so I woke up and was, you know got my phone and my MLB app's obviously given me 300 notifications and I've gone no 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 I don't want to see the score so I've watched the game and then I'm watching the game and obviously we get into the ninth inning and I'm like yeah this is cool we've won why <laughs> this is awesome and my boyfriend sort of sat there on the end of the sofa like with his like biting his fingernails and I'm thinking what does he know that I don't didn't know that he'd looked at the score did I <laughs> um to watch that last play I'm 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 wholly glad I didn't have to watch it at 3am because I would have just throw up. <laughs> it was disgusting to watch and um, yeah, just heart wrenching. Yeah, I, I watched it live. Uh, my uh, middle child, Carter, he decided to get up. Uh, I think it was about half two and he got up. Um, and so me and him sat and watched it. Um, well, he played his iPad and I watched it. Um, <laughs> and I went on um, Collide, uh, an app that we're using um, actually this Sunday for Red Zone. Um, I'll talk more about that a bit later. Um, but I was on there, and it's basically a, a watch party um, app, and everyone's chatting, and you had a lot of Tampa fans in there, and they're all like, yeah, yeah, this is brilliant, this is brilliant. We're we're coming back, we're coming back. And I was like, where are they coming back? Where, where is this comeback coming? And this was probably about the, the seventh inning, and they'd got a run, and they were thinking, yeah, yeah, this is us, we're getting some momentum. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And they thought I was a Dodgers fan because I was kind of like pro-Dodgers, although I am wholeheartedly an A's fan, so that's fine. Um, and then when they won, the, the whole kind of room obviously erupted with the, the Tampa fans and they were over the moon, rightly so. They were a little shocked as well because I don't think they realistically thought that they were going to gonna win this. Um, taking away game four, the banana skin game, as I've coined it, um, <laughs> Moving on to, to game six. Game six was a very different game. Joe, how did the Dodgers, obviously they won game five as well, but game six was the closer. How did they get up for this and, and make this win happen? Well, it, it was kind of sketchy because uh, Blake Snell was pitching so well. I mean, we only uh, got two hits off of him in six innings. Uh, he struck out nine in six innings. I think it was six. Was it six or five innings? I think it was six innings. Um, and he was he was mowing us down. And Cash came out. Once Cash came out and took him out, I had no doubt we were going to win the game. I mean, they only had us one to nothing. So that was, uh, that was a big asset that we held them to just one run. Because um, that was kind of a bullpen game. Again, Gonsman came in or started the game. Gave a, he got 
pounded right off the bat. We were fortunate to only be behind by one run. So, uh, you know, I think it was as simple as that. We've already proven that we could hit that bullpen that everybody was raving about. And we didn't seem to have much problem with the bullpen. But Blake Snell was, uh, he was lights out on us. Both games that he pitched. I mean, he was he was definitely a difficult one for for you guys. Um, this this game was was pretty good, Molly. In terms of uh, the Dodgers were very patient in this game; they didn't seem to do anything kind of erratic or panicky. Um, do you think their their nerves were pretty much on the level all the way through? Yeah, I think so. I think um, once we got you know some runs on the board um, in order to to back up. Um, the defense then you know then it felt more comfortable and I think um, then the the nerves could settle a bit I think until um, I I know Cody Bellinger said straight after the game that as soon as they saw Snell come out they were laughing you know they had to laugh at that, that decision because they knew then you know so that tells you what you need to know you know they 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 their nerves mellowed straight out as soon as Snell was done and and that was that so okay so you guys have won a world series um joe this is a big one there's not been one in in a while um but although you guys have obviously made the world series a a number of times um especially the last couple of years was it three times in four years uh this is the one no garbage cans were were hurt in the making of this world series um there wasn't an astro in sight and thankfully for that yeah <laughs> was this this was this world series when is this one all the more sweeter just because of the amount of time it's taken for quite a storied franchise to win oh 32 years is a long time and as uh we were talking molly earlier uh you know i live in the san francisco bay area so i'm kind of a uh, odd man out around here and being the rival rivalry that we have with the giants uh it's never ending i mean everybody you meet ah yeah kershaw's gonna do it again isn't he? he's gonna blow it again isn't he? you guys are gonna fall apart aren't you uh so yeah yeah it's kind of a big deal and Molly, this has got to be a big thing for Kershaw. He's he's got a bit of a monkey off his back. Um, he's going to come back from this, and and you've got to think next year he comes back with a, a world of confidence and a, probably a weight off his shoulders as well. Yeah, I mean, it cannot it can't be nice for you know you to know that people say, oh yeah, but Kershaw always chokes. It's all that he does in October. Kershaw always chokes. That's literally it's it's all I hear as a Dodgers fan, and like Joe said, it's it's all he hears as well. It's the shtick that that comes with being a Dodgers fan, and thank God we hopefully don't have to put up with it anymore. <laughs> um, I I mean I hope that that rids him of the curse and that he can come back um, next year and just feel a bit more you know relaxed into it and a bit more um, like you say kind of confident. I don't think confidence is ever sort of been the major issue but it, it must feel nice to kind of be able to go okay they can stop saying that now you know well <laughs> yeah if you ever want to say anything back to giants fans uh, you can just tell them that they won the last two battle of the bays series so that's yeah. fine i mean they can't yeah. even win that so <laughs> never mind <laughs> making the making if, you, if you want to get back at the giants fan when they 
when they go after that. Well, it took you 32 years, Molly. Just tell them it took them 50 years after they moved to San Francisco to win their first one. So that's how yeah, you get I mean, back. They're Giants the fans. <laughs> they're Giants <laughs> fans. Not, not much need saying apart from you're a Giants fan. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> okay. So, Molly, for you, how, how does it feel at your first World Series as a, as a Dodgers fan? It's got to feel pretty sweet, hasn't it? You I mean you've only been following baseball for a couple of years, a few years, so this has got to feel pretty sweet. It does. It does feel sweet. Um, obviously, I mean, I, I know we're going to come on to it later, but I mean, five minutes after the game, and people are already trying to pick it apart and trying to find the fault in, um, you know, things that have then subsequently come out um, and gone wrong or what have you. So, I mean, it. It does feel sweet. It feels sweet knowing that my team are world champions. Um, but it is also, you know, I guess every team still has to deal with some kind of shtick. But yeah, we, we seem be. to have a little bit more of it yeah. <laughs> right now. Um, and Joe, just in terms of pitching, um, there was obviously some pitching issues with the Dodgers uh, and the relievers and closers. Um, do you see pitching changes happening uh, in the off season? I think you'll see some. Um, I hope we can re-sign Baez. Baez is a free agent as of uh, Wednesday, I think. Um, so I hope we, yeah, hope we can bring him back. He had a really good year, Baez did. Uh, Jansen is signed for a long time, so he's still on the team. He'll still be on the team. I think he needed to move. Oh, another um, free agent is uh, Trinan. Trinan signed a one-year deal, so he'll be a free agent, really? and he could be the closer. Yeah, yeah, he just signed. And Alex Wood too, deal. right? Alex Wood too. He came back and signed a one-year deal. So we'll see. We'll see what happens on that. But hopefully, um, I mean, Alex is Alex is a starter, so I don't know if they're going to have room for Alex. Um, but Trinan, Trinan would be good to keep Trinan. I'd like to see him stay. So we've not seen a, a dynasty team in baseball since probably the Yankees, um, when they were pretty dominant through 96 to 2000. Um, and, and a little bit beyond that, still making World Series, but not winning them. Um, do we see a dynasty in the Dodgers' future? They have a lot of young pieces. <laughs> I think it's quite possible, but I think the bulb, uh, the minor league system is uh, exquisite as well. I mean, we have a really strong minor league system. Um, and that's, I mean, how many, I think, I think we have five starters that came up via the minor leagues. I mean, there are guys. It's not guys that we traded for. Uh, and the bench is loaded with them. So, I, yeah, I think the Dodgers are solid for, for years to come. Yeah, and, and we've already got some on the field that are, you know, really young. You know, you look at Urias, yeah. you look at May. They're so young. They've got such a career ahead of them, and, and hopefully they want to stick that out with the Dodgers. And if you think about yeah, it, Will the Dodgers, Smith and Johnson. And, and, and the Dodgers have been to the World Series. It's not as if they, they haven't been doing well over the last couple of years. They have been to three World Series in the last four years. Um, so they have certainly been building up to, to this year. Uh, this year was obviously a very different year. We've dealt with um, pandemics. Um, we've dealt with 
political messes. And uh, myself and Joe were talking in our, our last uh, pod about actually how Major League Baseball have done quite well um, in dealing with COVID. Um, I was very much against them starting outside of a bubble any kind of season, but they seem to have had some issues. They've dealt Minus with the Marlins. Minus <laughs> the Marlins and, and maybe St. Louis <laughs> and the A's. Um, but they have managed to get themselves together. There has been a couple of teams and a, a couple of outbreaks, but they managed to bring us a World Series on time, um, which is something that three, four weeks into the season you were thinking wouldn't happen. They got us to World Series. You guys get the win. Um, Justin Turner um, tests positive for COVID and then runs onto the field. Um, that's Now, from what I've read so far, the Dodgers team have been told that they have to self-isolate for two weeks just because he ran onto the field and decided he was going to give everyone a big hug. Um, was that something that he's done selfishly um, by doing that? Or was he just so caught up in the moment of, of winning a World Series, which is a massive thing, something you dream of as a boy or girl, um, and he has just totally blown that and, and it's taken a little bit of shine off it in terms of the media coverage. Joe, we'll go with you first. Here's, of all. How, here's how I look at it. He just spent uh, um, day after day in that dugout, eight innings in the dugout with his players. They were all in there. They weren't always wearing masks in there. And this thing comes out of nowhere in the eighth inning, which I, I'd like to know how that happened, first of all, that how did it go that long? But he just all of a sudden in the middle of the game, they figured that out. I, I don't understand that part. But having said that, just like you said, this is a lifetime, once in a lifetime experience, maybe, uh, for players that have tried to be there their entire life. I, uh, to be honest with you, given the situation, I don't have a problem with him going on in that situation. In terms of, um, that when he was on the field, the, the security came over and asked him to kind of politely leave the field. Um, obviously, he wasn't going to listen. Um, he, he was obviously far too caught up in the moment to do anything. Molly, just in terms of his teammates, um, how have they got to be feeling just now? Because if they then test positive, because we've had a similar thing in the NBA where back in March, Rudy Gobert was touching microphones like he was making COVID as a big joke um he was touching media microphones he was hugging high-fiving people um and he took a lot of heat from his team the media everyone um yeah is a similar thing on the cards for Turner no like let's make this clear I I what Justin Turner has done for the Dodgers is beyond is beyond anything he is the one who made them take covid seriously he's the one who made them take the restrictions seriously he's been there throughout the whole season he hasn't once given up hope on them he's played his absolute ass off i mean come on that flying tag it's going to be remembered for the rest of time like he is is one that that i hope 
one day can make it into the Hall of Fame. I think he's an amazing, amazing player. And what he does off the field is just is is is, is equally amazing. Um, that said, I don't necessarily condone what he did, but I'm fully, fully supportive of the fact that like like Joe said, it's a once in a lifetime thing potentially. Um he's been working his ass off for this for God knows how long. Um, you know, he's been he's been to the World Series one too many times for somebody who hasn't got a ring and look all of his teammates are grown adults okay that means they can make their own decisions and for people to then be saying oh yeah but doc's an ex-cancer survivor yeah and doc then invited him to sit next to him without a mask on he knew that okay they're all grown adults they all knew whether they could hug him or not and you watch the footage you'll see jock peterson go no, because I know he has a small son and he, he has health complications and things like that. They, they're able to make their own decision as to whether they hugged him, whether they high-fived him. And that was, that was their decision. And I think, I, I'm, like I said, I, I don't condone it. I can't condone it. Yes, this is a virus that we don't know a lot about and it's really hard to get under control. But I, come on, you can't say you wouldn't do the same. I just, I cannot... There's not an ounce of me that would say I wouldn't do the same. And for me, that- James, it, 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 it's, it's kind of the same thing for me. My, my point there isn't that I condone it. I mean, have, we, we do everything around here to try to protect yeah. ourselves. From that. But the fact that he spent the whole entire game in the dugout yeah. with the team, and then all of a sudden everybody's going to get all upset because he runs out on the field. I, I don't yeah. know. He's fine. And, That's fine and- with me. The league yeah, made a and, statement. And, sorry, the league I made a statement, and they said that he, they found out during the seventh inning that he had tested positive, um, and that's when. Now, the the main point I'm going to make is that if he tested positive, why did they take him to the stands? Mm-hmm. And why didn't they just send him through the door in his car mm-hmm. and send him home? Yeah, and this is the thing. MLB put on a. 60 game season in the middle of a pandemic okay they knew the risks and they knew that their testing facilities weren't necessarily going to be up to scratch they knew that the testing was going to take more than 24 hours and if that means that you're testing before game five and you're not getting the results till game inning seven of the game six then that that's on MLB he's been positive for 24 hours already he's been around these people he's got on the coach with them he He's been in the dugout. I just, and like I said, they knew that. And they knew that, you know what, if if we've been with him for seven innings or whatever it is, and we've been on the coach with him or whatever, I'm pretty sure they could make the logical decision to go, they've probably got it, you know? And like I said, I'm not condoning it. And, I, and I, I'm not a medical expert in any sense of the word. And it, is, it, it should be taken seriously, yes. But I just think in this instance, everybody was a grown adult everybody should have been able to make their own decision and yeah i can't say that i wouldn't have done the same because who the hell wouldn't yeah yeah i i agree um i think it was tough call i i think if he tested positive i don't know why they put him in the stands i think you show him the door and tell him to go home self-isolate all right then you have to deal with the rest of the team thereafter um that's fair enough um the testing policy and and the way that they did it it was very different to other leagues. Uh, the NBA were doing tests in the morning. They were getting the results in the afternoon. There was games at night. 
Um, the WNBA were the same. I th- I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure I'm positive that the NHL were the same in their bubble. But maybe that's where the bubble kind of worked out because you had everyone in one place, whereas Major League Baseball has everyone all over the country, and and that's maybe yeah. where that's that's kind of fallen flat. Um, the NFL have, have had a similar issue. You've got odd players here everywhere testing positive, but their testing seems to be quite a bit more robust as well. Um, mm-hmm. Testing everyone every day, every morning, bef- trying to get it before they go to practice and those kind and of And again, things. they're saying that his first test came back inconclusive. Well, if you wanted to take this as seriously as you say you've taken it and whatever, then you wouldn't have sent him or you wouldn't have put him on the coach the day after he's, he's inconclusive. You wouldn't put him on the coach the day he's inconclusive because you'd want a conclusive test one way or another. So during the WNBA finals, uh, the Seattle uh, Storm, uh, two players had inconclusive results and they cancelled uh, game three of the finals because they were like, no, we're cancelling them, we're locking it down, everyone's going to get tested and retested just to make sure. Two days later, yeah. they go back and play game three. Um, and le- that was the most sensible thing they could have done. Um, the playoffs were in a bubble for the for Major League Baseball for the most part. Um, certainly where the Dodgers were concerned, they were in the same place most of the time. So they didn't have to worry about that. But this this shouldn't take any shine away from what the Dodgers have managed to achieve. But it is. Um, like, this is the unfortunate thing. It's yeah. like, it is. And literally 10 minutes after they've won the World Series, Clayton Kershaw still has tears in his eyes. And all of a sudden... The Dodgers are the bad guys because they Justin Turner's got COVID. And that's before he's even come back on the field. Like literally, it that's all it's felt like. And that's all I've had since they won the World yep. Series. It's not even been a congratulations for winning the World Series. It's oh what an asshole that Justin Turner is. And it's like, for God's sake, we cannot win. Yeah. We just can't win. Yeah. Um it's, it's a tough one. Um and I think I think it will die down. Certainly the Rudy Gobert issue in the NBA back in March. Um, it took a while for it to cool down because um, yeah. his teammates didn't talk to him for about three or four months. Um, I don't think this will be a similar thing um, because Justin's a free agent this year too. Mm, Sorry, I know. Justin's, Justin's a free agent this year too. It doesn't stand him in good stead, does it? No. Yeah, um, it's it's a tough one. And like you say, everyone's doing everything they can to kind of avoid wearing masks and everything else. And we're seeing sports teams and and leagues fine people for not wearing masks appropriately. So um, it'll be interesting. But the the Dodgers won the World Series at the end of the day. Um, Yay! Yeah, they did. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Came through a pandemic, uh, 60-game season, um, made it to the World Series and managed to win in October. Um, which was something that probably not many people thought might happen. Um, so well done to the, the Dodgers. I think they did a, a, a sterling job all season long. I had predicted that it'd be an A's uh, Dodgers final uh, World Series. That didn't come to pass, sadly. Not this year. Not this year. Um, but we still have a chance. We've, we've got a strong, strong young team as well. So um, I'm liking our catcher. I just hope you the just Dodgers keep believing. <laughs> I'm sure there's a song that says that. Um, what we'll do then is with um, our, our, our new guest that ever comes on the podcast, we always ask them to power rank their top five sports films. I've done it. Joe's done it. Katie's done it. Ryan. We've had everyone. Um, so, Molly, it's now your turn. Uh, so we're going to go five okay. to one. Um, okay. I, think, I think I know what your number one is. 
I think you've already, <laughs> already let that one slip. Um, but let, let us know what your number five is first. Okay, so I want to give a special like sub shout out to the doc, like because it's not a film, but docu series The Last Dance because that was phenomenal. Um, but no, number I'm a five Jazz film. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a good it's a good documentary okay (laughs) anyway um my number five film is eddie the eagle i haven't seen it i know who it's about and for joe it's about a ski jumper from the uk oh i've seen it yeah i know i've seen it i I know who he is yeah i've seen it yeah Yeah, and taron egerton plays him so well and he's just brilliant and it's a really really funny and heartwarming and great film um okay number four number four um oh one sec i think i've only written down four no (gasps) okay so number four i'm gonna go then eddie the eagle probably number take four but um filled the dreams filled the dreams fair enough yeah of course definitely made joe's list as well so yeah you're you're um that has to be up there yeah um and number three Number three. Now, this is probably a really controversial pick, but it's like my everybody has that film that they go to when they're, when they're having a sick day and they just want to like feel a bit better. And um, mine is Bend It Like Beckham, <laughs> which is. I'm just going to stop the podcast now. <laughs> it's, it's an awful film. Like, don't get me wrong. It's it's a slightly like soppy, awful film, but it's like my it. yeah, it's. <laughs> It's my like sick day film. It makes me feel really good, and I just I know every word to it, and I love it. So it's my it's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> so moving swiftly on yep. to number two, I think you like number two a lot better. Um, number two would be Forty Two, the film Forty yeah. Two. Um, yeah. yeah, um, Chadwick Boseman obviously playing Jackie Robinson, which is is just amazing. He's he did an amazing job there, and the whole film is just a great biopic of. Jackie Robinson's life so and I think and obviously um, I think Chadwick Boseman might have a a film of him at, at some point um because some of yeah. the roles the iconic roles that he has played um have been outstanding Jackie Robinson's just really one of them um yeah, yeah. obviously he was in Blank Panther and in the, in the Marvel movies which were really heralded and obviously were, some of the film was based in Oakland as well um so that really heralded him as this big movie star and a lot of people looking up to him and seeing what he could do um not only that but he filmed three films three marvel films yeah. that took a lot of energy yeah. a lot of stunts while having cancer um and not even telling anyone i mean what yeah, an absolute yeah. hero didn't even tell his a legend <laughs> mm. so yeah. there you go um outstanding man um and we we actually spoke about that film before he passed away um yeah and yeah um outstanding I, I was watching it i was watching it the day he passed away it was jackie robinson day and i thought oh do you know what i'm gonna ah. put on and um come midnight i just finished watching the film and there were sort of rumors going around and i thought oh it's another one of those horrible twitter things where people they are usually, pretending yeah, who they usually do it about morgan freeman yeah or justin bieber or yeah. you know pick pick a celebrity um and so I just kind of went to bed and like was like oh yeah whatever and then woke up in the morning to obviously all of these stories of he had cancer he filmed three films he was amazing and I went 
oh my god I literally watched him in it all last night because like you can't not watch that film and think how amazing is he like he's he's just a brilliant actor and I just it's a really good film so definitely um and I'm guessing you're number one and I'm hoping I'm right I yeah. think I am because we've not heard it yet it was <laughs> one of Joe's I think it was Joe's number three pick from from memory yep what's your number one my number one is the film that changed my life a league of their own so holds a very special place in my heart and i think honestly um i don't know where i'd be without baseball um now um it it honestly has changed my life and the only reason i'm into baseball is because of that film so yes uh there's no crying in baseball as they say but there's definitely crying when i watch that film (laughs) (laughs) so that that film is is more popular than i i thought um i'm going to be perfectly honest Uh, joe likes it my wife likes it um i always thought being in the UK uh, as a baseball film, it was a bit of a chick flick. Um, it had Madonna and it had Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Um, it had Tom Hanks in it, which gave it a lot of kind of oomph for me, but because I love Tom Hanks. But yeah, I was going to as a kind of more of a chick flick. Um, but I hadn't actually watched it having that thought in my head. Um, having seen it since, obviously, um, it is definitely a great baseball film. Um, and it is one that is very, very popular. Um, among men and women so um, it's, it's being remade into a series for next year so I'm very excited about that it's got one of my favourite actresses in it um, who's making it as a series? Um, I think Amazon Prime um, are remaking it as a, as a series next year but um, yeah it's got um, uh, Darcy Carden in it I think her name is but um, she's a great actress from um, The Good Place and um, yeah she's in it and there's a couple of other big names I think um, putting their names to it but yeah, it's, it's going to be really great, I think. Um, awesome. Um, yeah. We'll that if it's, we'll have to look out for Amazon or, or Netflix or wherever. Um, mm. Joe, just a, a final thought on the World Series. Um, you're obviously very happy. Um, <laughs> what, what are your final kind of thoughts on, on how the season went and, and the World Series itself? Uh, the season went perfectly. I mean, I, I, you couldn't ask for a better season, for the Dodgers anyway. And sixty game season, we only uh, we only lost one series. The Rockies got us um, yeah, one how? series. We, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a fluke. <laughs> I don't remember. Was that in Colorado or not? If it was yeah. in Colorado, okay, in Colorado that's probably anyway. what happened. Yeah, because yeah. everybody's moaning so, that the ball's Yeah, started. but I mean, yeah. we got to see the young kids come up. Gonsolin and May's been dynamite all year. Until yeah. the World Series, uh, and that Kershaw hair. was Kershaw, <laughs> and it's just just a great. It was, it was a great season. I mean, it was it was near perfect season for the Dodgers. Okay, Molly, what about you? What what went perfectly well for you guys this week this this season? Yeah, I mean, it it, it quite literally couldn't have gone any better, could it? Really, um, apart from you know that banana pill game that we will never speak about ever again. Never, um, ever. never, never again. Never. Um, <laughs> I really hope so. I, I feel like that's probably going to be the ammo that gets used against me next year from the baseball club. But um, yeah, other than that, yeah, I mean, let's just hope we can do it again next year and, and replicate it in a 162 game season, which hopefully we get next year. But um, yeah, we just need to get rid of all of this uh, COVID malarkey first. <laughs> And one other point, one other point, James, one other point. We almost didn't get the 
see, we, we waited after the trade for Mookie Betts and then all of this stuff happened. Yes, we, of course. We we're setting our thinking, oh man, we get met, we get bets and he's not going to resign. He's going to go back to Boston or whatever. So we got to see Mookie and he earned all 300 plus million dollars with a home run in the seventh game. 100%. Hundred percent, and we get to see him for twelve more, well, eleven more years. Oh, very yes. <laughs> okay then. So, uh, before we finish, then Molly, um, have you got anything to plug? Anything you've got coming up? Um, no, obviously it's the off season now, so um, Bristol Baseball Club are just going to be working hard um, behind the scenes to bring next year um, as kind of safely as we can um, we're looking into uh, we've got uh, 50 plus members now so it's kind of hard to um, arrange but we've got like indoor training that will usually start in January time obviously we just need to figure out um, the best and safest way to do that so um, yeah but um, other than that if you're in the sort of Bristol area Bristol or Bath area then you want to come along we are always open um, to, to having new players um and uh yeah and i'm also part of um women's baseball uk who are always open to questions if you've got them about women playing in baseball and uh where you can join and whatnot so um yeah just visit that those facebook pages if you want to get involved either if you're a woman or if you're near bristol so we're more than happy to have you and another thing that you you take part in um online is in play um i i got to watch in play um joe this is a, a something that happens on youtube every so often the mlb uk community get together and they go on youtube and basically each person is watching a game and kind of reporting in um and you, and you it becomes get, manic yeah to see this kind of live feed um yeah. it is really cool um i got to see two of them uh throughout the season um they're they're pretty good though I mean, the, the UK community seem to have them quite well kind of made up. Yeah, I mean, they've welcomed me with open arms. Um, the MLB UK community are made up usually of um, all of the uh, UK supporter fan bases. So we have like Dodgers UK and we have Giants UK and yada, yada, yada. Um, so all the, the teams have got a UK kind of um, account and, and that's what the MLB UK community is made up of. And they've welcomed me with, with open arms. Um, they've been really awesome. And uh, yeah, I got to comment on a few um, things on in-play runs. Um, and it, it's, it was really, really fun. It was manic, um, <laughs> absolutely manic. And I know Dave who hosts it, um, he's the UK Phillies um, guy. He, uh, his computer just started melting, you know, come three or four hours in because um, we're all just screaming home runs and um, things like that. So, yeah, but it's really fun to be a part of. And, um, yeah, like I said, they've been a great support this year and I've met some really great people and friends in a year where you didn't think you could sort of meet people and make friends. I've met a lot of online friends through the, the MLB UK community and, uh, yeah, yeah, we love them. So, so Something that I think might be big next year is um, an app that we're working with um, here across the pond. It's called Collide. Um, yeah. And basically what they've done is, as I mentioned a little bit earlier on, they've put a, mm. a party app together. Um, and I used it for the World Series. Um, you had a bunch of people in there all talking about the game. It's all very nice and civil. It's just like a, a typing. There's no video or anything, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, nice. <laughs> especially if it's three in the morning, you look like crap. Um, and it, it's very much... you. you you type in uh, we're doing a show um a host 
hosting a watch party this Sunday um, across the pond are doing Red Zone. Um, so myself and Katie are going to be hosting that. And that's going to be interesting. Seven hours of commercial free football, um, not only on TV, but through the uh, Collide app. So um, hopefully uh, everyone can join us for that. Um, I think baseball will probably hit that app at some point because uh, yeah. it's a brand new app. It's actually only been out three weeks. Um but they've got so much functionality that they're going to plans to build on top of it and stuff. So it looks, looks pretty basic just now, but it is growing and getting bigger. It's just, yeah. I know the UK community are really missing their meetups and stuff as well. So that might be a really good way of actually, um, yeah, doing a virtual meetup. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's the way forward. And and then play runs is, is really good. Um, I, was, I was in the chat on that. Um, yeah. Calling out runs before they actually got called on this, on the show. So um, yeah, I'm sure I was being a pain in the butt to someone. <laughs> no, that's another thing is like, um, if, if Dave's watching it on uh, MLB TV and, and one of us is watching it on like BT Sport, um, then there's always a slight delay and he's gone, oh, I'm going to come to you for some runs. And you're like, there it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but no, it, it, like I said, it gets a bit manic, but um, yeah, it's been really, really fun to be a part of. So Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for joining me uh, for the show um, twice um, as we had some technical issues on my part um but thank you so much for joining me um and, and taking us through the dodgers world series win um it's a great win and i think that the dodgers have with a, a young core uh, a really kind of um good future ahead of them um thank you so much thank you thank thanks you, for having me on it's nice to meet you and you <laughs> well um world series is over baseball is done uh for the winter and um, well done to the dodgers um on winning their um another world series uh, it's taken 32 years but it arrived and uh, as i said before uh, there's no dustbins rattled um in the making of that world series well done to them a uh, big shout out to molly for coming on to the show a uh, big shout out to um mlb community um, on Twitter, um, you should, guys should follow them. Um, they have some great content going. Um, thanks to Joe as ever for coming on the show. Going to have him on a, a couple of shows um, coming up uh, as well. Hopefully, um, it's, it's there's a lot going on in the world of sport. Um, although it's off seasons for the NBA, MLB, they're all going to be coming back before you know it. Um, hopefully. Um, although there might be an argument in the NBA whether that's Christmas or January. So we'll have to wait and see how that one works out. But there is so much to look forward to um, over the next few months um, in terms of sports. So do join us for that. And don't forget, this Sunday, Red Zone Sunday, join us on the Collide app. Um, and Myself and Katie are going to be taking you through seven hours of commercial-free football, um, banter, chat, um, Katie probably taking the mick out of me from my picks. Um, we will see how that goes. Um, but yeah, a lot to look forward to. Um, hope you'll join us uh, here on the podcast and online. Um, do get us on our Facebook group, Across the Pond Sports Pod, um, on Twitter at ATP Sports Pod, um, and Across the Pond Sports Pod on Instagram as well. Be great to have you on there. Um, have some great conversations, um, certainly in the groups as well. Um, so get involved. Um, and give us some feedback as well. But otherwise, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, there's a great weekend of football ahead uh, come Sunday. Um, enjoy it and enjoy it with us. Sports Social Podcast Network.